Hello? Yeah, everybody there? Where's Robert? Roberto? It says he's connected, but I can't hear him. I can't hear him. That was weird. That is weird. The it's the devil. We're not supposed to talk about white Stop people being black. angry. <laughs> wow. We're coming after that principality, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang. That's Robert. crazy. That is crazy. Wow. Yo, think about that for a minute, though. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as we started to get into fragility... <laughs> The internet, see, the internet was started by white people. You know what? Get out of this podcast. <laughs> I think you so much. Man, what we gonna do without Robert? We gotta have Robert. We gotta have Robert. No, we have no. to. So let's, uh, it's y'all want me to resend it? Huh? No, he's gonna oh, he jump back left. in, I think. Okay. That's crazy, though. I just, I don't know. I'm just saying that to me, yeah, speaks volumes. The fact that you know technical difficulties sometimes be minions up in the airwaves. Mm-hmm. Mm, there's your charismaticness. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I've been here. Yeah, I've been trying to, you know, be out the game, but you know, I just. Uh... Well, you still got to believe the Bible when the Bible says you don't fight <laughs> flesh and blood. The devil is a liar. Devil. <laughs> and the father of them. See, what would Malcolm X say right now, tomorrow? What you mean? Okay, he needs us to resend it. White devils. <laughs> okay, hello? He was like, yeah. yeah. Oh, hey. Okay. Hey. I Let- am Malcolm X. <laughs> I hate that part of the movie. Luckily. Stop. Okay, can y'all hear me? Yes. yes okay, luckily you can fuse all these together on Anchor, so it doesn't okay. matter. <laughs> so um so anyway so i've noticed that no matter how you phrase a question related to race that white people tend to get highly offended and triggered so what do you guys think about that and i think tomorrow yeah. you're about to say something what were you thinking yeah, and unfortunately, I do not remember. You know, this old age is kicking oh my up. Gosh, um, oh my gosh! <laughs> um, I think I was saying, you know, I, I can't even fake it. I don't know who's one of y'all talk. <laughs> um. Well, I think it's because we we know how bad it is. One. Mm. Yeah we know how bad it is and we don't want to face it so we deflect it and we also are like we didn't do it we didn't do it we didn't do it like we're individualistic so it's like we don't look at a whole group of people as being our group of people Mm -hmm. and I think there's a problem with that I mean I think that that was my whole thing I mean Daniel didn't do anything either and he was saying he had shame of face he was including himself he said we Mm. and daniel 9 like he didn't do he didn't do come on with the bible you know (laughs) and it's just like we don't include ourselves in anything that anyone else did in in our in Mm -hmm. as white people Mm -hmm. yes yeah now amber we've talked about this stuff before 
Um, I want to ask a side question to this and then everyone else can jump in on the previous one, but do you feel or think in the past or currently whatever um, that, you know what, Never mind. I'm going to ask that question later. Please continue on this one. So yeah, I'll ask that question later because I think that's a good follow-up question. So go ahead guys. Yeah. So how, how do you, how do you work through? Cause I find myself in an, in an interesting position. I, at one point, I mean, at the same time, I am unapologetic about white supremacy being a yeah. principality. Uh, right. Yeah. And at the same time, I have actual blood brothers and sisters, you know, the blood of Jesus hate uh-huh. uh, that are right. white. Yeah. So it's kind of like you're kind of walking in this tension where you feel like you don't want people to walk in shame, but you do want them to walk in reality and you do want them to acknowledge the trifling, but you don't want them to carry it for the rest of their lives. And so mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's harder, you know, on my, from my end, it's, it's hard to navigate that um, when you're talking to your white compatriots. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just feel like how, like, so what are the ways that people, I want to know actually, and I don't know if this is going too far, but I want to know how black people have done it wrong. Oh, uh, in your opinion. And then also how black people have done it right. Like, let's just hear it. Uh, Oh, wait, before we say that, (laughs) um, y'all keep putting my stuff on the back burner. I know to me. Well, cause I'm, I just, one more thing on white fragility though, before we get to that. Um, I think uh, I ju- I'm, I'm just thinking one more thing on white fragility. I'm, I think it is unhelpful when we do have um, discussions on race with white people. Mm-hmm. When I will say being a black person, when we feel like it is a land, like it's a yeah. it's a field of landmines yes. and mm-hmm. we're the ones that are feeling like right oh and my gosh oh uh, we're like so sensitive we're like uh we're you know to kind of Tamisa's question like we're feeling like we want to do it perfectly so our white friends are not triggered I felt like even doing this podcast sometimes it's like I don't want my white friend to listen to certain conversations because I don't want them to feel hurt and it's kind of like actually my white friend uh she texted me and she said you had to deal with 400 years of oppression you should be able to say what you want to say and I was like you know what (laughs) you're right yeah and I just realized like y'all are gonna have to deal with it at some point that's and, and I feel like even what Tami said about it being a principality, I think there's a lot of uh, demonic involvement on the topic of race. Yeah, I mean, yes. certainly. And it's just, uh, it's really annoying. Because, you know, I've been thinking about it. It's like, you know, the whole, uh, the love of money is the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, for the longest time I was looking at racism as this isolated thing. 
Mm-hmm. But actually, it's it's, it's one of the roots. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like the whole whiteness was predicated on anti-blackness because you needed to have a reason to oh. exploit a people group. Yes. So, like, it, it's yes. not like, and then when you think about how colonization works and the ways these people raped land and commodified the land mm-hmm. and the people that were on the land had real, like, um, spiritual connection to land. There was a way, and, and you know what? Before people say that that's new agey, the whole Old Testament is about land. So just say la. No, oh, but I mean, say that to me. Even, even white supremacy, like somebody being superior to somebody else, right. is because of money. Like we, right. we don't want to give anything up. We don't want to give right. reparations. We don't want to give up land. We don't want to give up anything. Like, yeah. But we have to. Like, right. I, right. I just, if we are Christians, we should not be thinking that. Like, we have, mm. we have to lay things down. If you want to make yeah. things easy, like, a level yeah. I don't know just yeah because it's not it's like I'm sorry I have a lot of thoughts about this but like it's not <laughs> as though like it's not as though we want white people to divest because we want to we want the power and now we want to have black supremacy mm-hmm. it's more so like when there's a person when there's a person who is egregiously vulnerable and a person who is way 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 too, has way too much power Justice is kind of eviling, eviling, evening out the playing field. Yeah. Justice is you divest some of that power so that it pulls me up and now we're equals. You know, that that's the thing that I think reparation should do. It's not about like, especially from a Christian worldview, it's not about black people getting all the power so they can run the world and sock it to the sock it to the whites finally. It's not, you know, and I'm sure that there are some people who think like that, but right. I think you know, if you're going to talk about race as a person who is a believer and has a Christian worldview, then the real thing is about dignifying people. Yeah. Um, it's not about like taking over power and running the world. Like, I'm thinking about Beyonce. Who run the world? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but I think that that's where I feel like, and let me say something to Robert's point, and then I'm going to, you know, go back to the back burner. But oh my gosh! Um, oh my gosh but miss. Robert, I when Robert said like not wanting white people to feel triggered, I don't care about white people feeling triggered. I care that white people will listen and believe. So like yeah. for me, I yeah. try to avoid the landmines because you actually need to believe that yeah. these things are real and true and that they happen. And no, I'm 35. I'm not 400 years old. But I need you to be with me right now so that I can explain to you how those 400 years affect today, affect your yes. friend Denise at 35 now yes. in 2019. Yes. So it's like, I don't really care about the triggering as much as it is like when white people, like when you say the wrong thing, they, they decide they can opt out of the conversation. They can't. And, and, and that's the problem. That's the hardest like, part. I yeah. triggered. I'm leaving. I'm done. I'm not going to hear what you're saying anymore. Yeah. And yeah. like, why, why? Like, yeah. That's yeah. being a child. That's acting like a two-year-old is yeah. what it's doing. And right. like you can't even have conversations. And I, I, I know that that's probably. <laughs> but anyway, it is. It, and it's ugly. It doesn't even look pretty. Like it's just really like you're gonna really not listen to what I'm saying anymore because you're mad. Right. <laughs> right. On that point, honestly, I think one of the things that we have to come to the grips with, both sides, black and white, that it is going to be ugly. Yes. yes. This is right. going yes. to be roses walking yes. down 
you know, the street holding hands. Kumbaya, you know what I mean? We yeah. have to come to grips with just as, you know, Christian worldview, just as the cross was ugly, bloody. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the man had his body whipped. There was there was flesh hanging from his bones. Yeah, you know what I mean. There yeah. blood everywhere, fluids yeah. everywhere. Just as that was ugly and dirty to redeem us all, so is this issue of race. Right, and it was about reconciliation. Right, like the whole cross was about reconciliation. But so you have actually flesh- admit your sin. Right. right, and also though right. the flesh is going to get truth. crucified on both sides right. it's the same thing it's like you are going to be crucified black people will because you keep having to show up to these same conversations with these people right you know it's what I mean and it's, you know there's though, yeah I mean it's like, we gotta confront our own yeah so I mean I, I don't know I think it's like a but I think like even the part of like how slavery has affected people today like Mm -hmm. people don't want to they don't listen that far to hear Mm -hmm. that it's still going like there's and even if they do it's like that was in the past i'm like no like i Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know it's yeah 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 Yeah, i think oh it's disheartening but i think um to to tamisa's uh question a moment ago right in this vein is uh Amber, what are some of the ways that you that you have observed that maybe um, black people have gone about this well and maybe not so well? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, that's hard. Because I've seen it done. I've I've seen it done for Lee as well. I I'm thinking of. We know who you're thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> in my mind. In my mind's eye. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's hard. I I don't have a I, I don't have a lot on that. I, I think like Amber, we've seen it done badly. You okay. know that. Come on, girl. This is a safe space. I mean, you don't have to name names, but like, oh, what are some some ways that you've seen it done well? Where you're like, man, this is really fostered conversation in a way that invites a white person to come forward. Yes. Or what are ways that have maybe triggered you in a way that would not? Well, I think maybe just like. someone has come up and been like, you know, saying all the things that are hard and then been like, I want nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. And that like, it might've been know. me actually. I want to gossip. You and white people. Like I just, I, I, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually get it, but I'm like, mm-hmm. that's hard. You know, like, Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'll give you an example, Amber, because yeah. you're trying so hard to dance around this. I remember when uh, the different ministries I've been a part of, like it was normal and common and accepted and expected and celebrated to just tell white people all the time they're racist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there, yeah, yeah. And, but mm-hmm. there was no, there How was you- no like backing as far as like relationship enough 
and love in my heart enough to actually walk it out with that white person. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? And so I remember, I literally, I remember saying, well, you're racist because racism is a sin. You need to just repent. You're a yeah. sin. And so in that regard, I became the street preacher on the corner telling everyone they're burning and going to hell if they're wearing short shorts. Do you know what I mean? In that regard, because I was given license and permission. Hey, oh, sorry. Ooh, wow. Ooh, I went in the flesh so quick. Um, But in, in that regard, I was given the license and, you know, even celebrated to actually say the hard, tough thing but to not say it in a way that could have brought the redemption part of it. Right. It was exactly. just a vomit because I was angry. Yeah. And yeah. Because, you know, some of it is justified in the sense of like, well, I'm angry and I need to express this anger. And I've been only in mm-hmm. white spaces in that regard. And I've, I've been told and suppressed that I'm not allowed to be angry anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. now I'm in a white space. It was a predominantly white space we were part of, Amber. Yeah. And it was white people saying, Black people, go ahead, be angry, let us have it. Yeah. Tell yeah. us yeah. how yeah. we are. True. Tell us all the evil that's been done. While yeah. I appreciate some of that, uh, right. some of it was unhealthy and unhelpful and didn't bring redemption. Well, right. yeah. And I think in some ways it's a cop out, right? Like, just like shame is. So mm. when white people feel shame, to me, I'm like, no, boo-boo, you, that's a cop-out. Like, push through that shame. There is no shame in the kingdom. Right. Like, you got to push through that. And in the same way, like, oh, let us have it and, you know, beat us up. It's the same way the people in the, in the like, old days used to flog themselves because they thought that that somehow was more spiritual. Mm-hmm. But I think it's more like, you know, I'm, th- I'm actually thinking about the Bible, y'all. The um the first Corinthians, I mean the love passage. It's like when you think about this this issue, Mm, you can say like neither black people nor white people, and we know that there are other ethnic groups that have been um, mistreated in America. We just want to acknowledge that. I think historically, though, and because of the way that America was built, the black white thing is probably the thing we need to go after. but I, I want to acknowledge, especially our indigenous brothers and sisters, like, you know, they was basically wiped out. But I think like when it talks about um, suffering long and being patient, I think that neither black people nor white people have the right to opt out, not if they're believers. So right. it's like there is this tension you have to yes. walk in with self-care. Mm-hmm. And so yes, sometimes, you know, sure. the minority fatigue, it comes on you and all those things. But also for white people, it's like, like you said, Amber, like trying to earn the title of an ally. Both of those, both of those reactions are like, or those tensions are real. But mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about what this passage says, it's love suffers long and is kind. Now yes. think about Facebook, right? Love does not envy. So I'm thinking about envious, like, like white people thinking, man, I just wish I was black. So I had to deal with this, right? Or, mm. but, but also love does not parade itself. So there's a healthy view of blackness and then there's an unhealthy view of blackness. Like it's mm. all of these things that we don't act puffed up. We don't behave rudely. And I'm thinking about this conversation mm. can totally be like, mm. we need to couch it in the passage about love because I think like what real love is. But I think if we think about it, <laughs> hey, 
I'm searching for a real love. I think, I think like, even starting, like, like starting conversations with people about race, like, just being like, hey, I know this is hard. I know it's going to be not pretty all the time, but I yeah. hit it, and I'm not leaving. And yes. even if you say something dumb as a white person, like, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you, yes. I'm going to tell you you've done it, but I'm, but, but we're going to wa- work through it. I'm not yeah. leaving. I'm not. Like, but and I, I think mean, that's sometimes know. where we have failed, right? Where we haven't given that that as the the precursor before the conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that that's good, tomorrow. Like that, we we'll, we're gonna stay in this with you. We're not gonna lie, and we're not gonna right. coddle you. Yeah, but we're not gonna leave. I mean, we're you know, and I'm saying again, like I don't understand how anyone is having this conversation outside of Christ. Yeah, because the only thing keeping us at the table is that we are actually covenanted to one another in Christ so it's like you don't get to leave the table like Mm -hmm. this is your brother or sister point blank period so it's like I think that that's really good tomorrow like saying like communicating like I'm here like I'm gonna say some things that probably hurt you yeah or or are painful I should say yes and white people don't often say hey black friend i'm probably gonna say some things that are painful they just say the stuff right <laughs> and then we go I, away and feel uh, the pain uh, yeah. <laughs> by myself to sleep that night you know go ahead amber go ahead yeah and i think it's because white people are don't they're ignorant oh amber Ooh. i mean they are they don't i mean we don't we don't we don't have to look at it every day we don't have to face it every day we don't yeah have to, um, deal with it and we don't we don't have to read the books we don't have to read the articles and I think that mm-hmm. is where you know to- what I actually have an example of that so I went on a trip to Haiti and it was like two black two or three black people and the most of the the, the group was white mm-hmm. and we went to Haiti and I'm, I'm not sure if you guys are aware of the aware of this but Haiti is all black pretty much mm-hmm. um you know it's predominantly <laughs> a a black you know uh island and so, tell them about the revolution <laughs> oh no no the revolution um, will not be televised both. um and i remember i me and my other friend who were black we were like singing through the streets skipping like it was like all of a sudden we felt at home we felt mm-hmm. we felt like we belonged mm-hmm. it was the most interesting feeling mm-hmm. and then i remember we had a meeting and all of the white people felt uncomfortable <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. they didn't know what to do with themselves. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They were like, and we, we, we finally got it out of them. We're like, why do you guys feel this way? These right. people are the most welcoming people. They're amazing. Da 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 da. Right. And like, because we're the only white people. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, we looked at them and said, "Welcome to every day of our, our lives. lives since we were born." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's like uh, I remember going to that uh, thing in Durham. And it was all people of color, right? And as soon as you walk in, you just breathe. Like, whoo. Because you know somebody in the room has had the same experience as you. And you're not going to have to defend it or quantify it or whatever. It's just y'all going to be like, yeah, that happened to me too. And there's something really (laughs) restful about that. It really is. Yeah. 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 I was thinking, um, I was thinking, Amber, how you're like a good example of a white person who has done the work internally, spiritually, and externally, right? And I I feel like 
so we hate the term white ally and i feel like <laughs> i feel like you're just a good human being right like I, I i feel like we shouldn't need the term white ally if we were just being right not trash human beings right mm-hmm. so like <laughs> we shouldn't need the term if mm-hmm. we weren't being trash right so right. like <laughs> just like my point about feminism like we shouldn't need the word feminist if we just weren't being trashed towards females. Hmm. Um, Say that. That's a good word. Uh, we just should I mean, just, just like, not necessary. Um, hmm. like, um, you hear like, the sound of my bra being set on fire? <laughs> oh, know, my like, God. <laughs> no, like, I mean, it just shouldn't. Like, we shouldn't need the Me Too movement if women just couldn't be harassed at work. Like, right. it, it just, we yeah. shouldn't. So, like, I think to me when i look at you as a person i feel like there're just some common elements that i think we just need as black people to like in order to move forward together in unity like mm-hmm. we need you to examine yourself mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i shouldn't as a friend make you read the books like it's yeah. the burden of proof isn't on me yeah. to bring you up to speed yeah. mm-hmm. on american history mm-hmm. right. i'm not talking about black history unless you want to um, yeah no, no no it's no the burden of proof and sorry the no 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 isn't to you it's mm-hmm. annoying when i like when a white person is like i don't know about blah 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 right it's annoying when i have to be your google right. <laughs> it's just frustrating because you have google too like i shouldn't have to summarize the 700 books i've read on american history on the trashness of the confederacy Mm -hmm. on the trashness of american history on the trashness of white supremacy and i have to condense that in 30 seconds for you read yeah yeah like you have to do that work yeah you know and you have to do the prayer. You have to do that. And what I see in you, Amber, is you've done that work, mm-hmm. right? Voluntarily. Mm-hmm. And you've had the hard conversations voluntarily. Mm-hmm. You've mm-hmm. cried the tears voluntarily. Mm-hmm. You've sought out Black friends voluntarily. And that's beautiful. Does that make sense? And like no one's forced you into that. Mm-hmm. So, Except Jesus, probably. <laughs> Right, except Jesus, but that's what I'm saying. So when white people ask me, like, what is it I can do? I'm like, it's all those things. Like, nobody can make that happen, but you can do it of your, like, you can do it yourself. Like, no one, like, (laughs) you can do all that work yourself for free. Like, on Al Gore's internet and there are black people all around you, like, you can do all that for free. And I, I think, like, the whole, like, this is more out in the open now. This is more talked about regularly. So why are white people not um, caring about it? Like, this is, these mm-hmm. are, this is our family. These are our Black brothers yeah. and sisters. And we yeah. are, we need to care. We need to start reading the books. We need to start like you can start now. It's not too late and it, to care. And like you can start. Like I don't know. I just think it's like stop being angry. Look at yourself. Be quiet. Mm. Stop talking because you talk too much. And 
just be like be quiet and really like learn i don't know i just feel like we're we're, we sit down be humble yes sit down (laughs) shout out to kendrick yeah truth be told amber i think that's probably the most hurtful part of the whole thing is the fact that like you're because I'm going to leave this conversation and be a black woman with a black husband, brother, nephew, father. And that pain and fear that I feel on a daily basis, like it's not going away based on whether or not you believe it's an issue. And that's why it's so painful. It's like, you won't even allow for the possibility that this is real. And for me, that's probably the most painful aspect of the whole conversation is like, I don't, I wish I could be like, yeah you're right girl it ain't no issue that was 400 years ago and right. then walk out of here and not be black <laughs> right. or not you know right. not have to experience being black in america but i have to deal with you right denying it and actually walking into reality when we leave this coffee shop yeah. and i think that's probably the most yeah. hurtful part of it to me yeah that's good to right me. it's like you just blow things we we tend to blow things off and and because we have never experienced it so we just are like, it's not real. But that's yeah. dumb. Like, I don't see God in front of me. I I, I don't know. There's just, mm. there's just things that like, just because you haven't experienced it doesn't mean that it's that you can disqualify people's voices and say that yeah. what happened to them it didn't happen to them. And yeah. like, yeah, I good. I just wish like even if they felt that they would be quiet and then go home and talk to the Lord and ask him where to start or just pick up any book. Like, I don't know. Mm. All right. I have one question though, guys. Like, so let's say I'm Becky or Jane or (laughs) Connor and I'm listening to this and I'm like, okay, yes. Like Amber, that was really compelling. And wow, I didn't realize. And now I've just stepped into the like, all right. So uh, like I, while I agree that it's like not our job also like where would a person uh, start? So like, you know, as we kind of wrap this up, like Amber, where would you say to start um, for a white person that might even be listening right now? Um, That's like, all right, I'm going to do it. Hmm. And going to do what specifically to me? Going to uh, resist the shame and enter into the reality of things. Be a better, better white person to my black friends. Like be a person who's more educated, uh, a person that's more um, woke, really. Okay, that's good. Um, Well, I can name some books that they can start with, but I mean, I think it's also like reading Act 6, where there was a dispute in race, like read Mm -hmm. the Good Samaritan, read these things in the Bible, Mm -hmm. find that. But I mean, like White Fragility by Robin D'Angelo. D'Angelo, yes, that's Um, my sister. I think that's a good one. Um, Mm -hmm. The New Jim Crow by Michelle Alexander. I think that one is really enlightening for the criminal justice system and how slavery mm-hmm. has evolved into criminal, like criminalizing mm-hmm. black people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know what? Honestly, uh, why are the black kids sitting together in a cafe? Yeah, it really is yeah. a good intro book. It yeah. really mm-hmm. is a good intro book because I'm sure everyone's wonder why do all black people sit together? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So Beverly Tatum is super dense, and so is the Jim Crow. But if you want to watch a film that kind of summarizes Thirteenth, is a good film to watch mm-hmm. for those of that y'all that might not have time or. Because those two books are very academic and dense. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so, um, yeah, for me, I would say um, non academic. I would say if someone's going to start somewhere and they want to be a better friend, I would say um, one, start gathering friends that mm-hmm. don't look or think like you. Yeah. Um, get in proximity yeah get in proximity to people who don't think like you and that (laughs) is the best way to expand your mind you know Mm -hmm. like over the past even year I've really been intentional about gathering people in my life who don't think like me Mm -hmm. and my heart has really 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 expanded what I think about God has expanded which Mm -hmm. doesn't make me liberal I know people are like where is he with Jesus? No, bro. Um, it makes me love God more, honestly. Um, actually, I am liberal. He is I seated serve... at. He is seated with Christ in the heavenlies. That's where he is with Jesus. Next. <laughs> no, it makes me liberal because I serve a liberal God who gives liberally. Oh, so um, so, um, <laughs> and he lavishes that liberal love on all the liberal liberal children. love <laughs> <Come> on. <laughs> the liberal love of God <laughs> liberality oh, the <laughs> <laughs> y'all remember that controversy with that song anyway I know evangelicals love, love to make a good uh, controversy over nothing right <laughs> okay so I have to say this to my white friends um, www.subcultureinc.org and you can sign up for a guided curriculum and learn as well. That's cool. That's okay. my plug. Just like for Anchor FM. Okay. And one more thing, guys. I think, you know, jumping off of ev- what everyone is saying, you know, if you do have a Black friend in your life, um, I think start having conversations in the sense of listening to them. Like listening to the things that they say, actually listen and then ask questions, you know, yeah. about what they're saying mm-hmm. so that you mm-hmm. can actually learn from someone yeah. that's next to you yeah. and mm, listen good. and hear their stories mm-hmm. hear, because that's what touches us as humans is another person's story. So yes. you can read all the books that you want, but you'll yes. never be able to flush this out yes. until you are next to a living, breathing person whom you are in relationship with. And you see the pain or the yes. heartache or the frustration in their life and you begin to bear the burden with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So listen. Yes. Yeah, that's really good tomorrow. So as we close, I just want to read First Corinthians 13. Is that cool with y'all? Yeah. Yeah, please include the Bible. <clears throat> yes. So it says, um, love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It's not puffed up. It does not behave rudely. It does not seek its own. It's not easily provoked. 
Love thinks no evil. It does not rejoice in iniquity, but it rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. There's something for all of us in that. Mm -hmm. Love never fails. So I don't know. I just think if we could kind of, Mm -hmm. as we continue in these conversations and these hard topics, um, if we could kind of remember that as a foundation for our conversations, that would be really good. And thank y'all for tracking with us. Um, Last words, anybody? No, just thank you again, Amber, for coming on the podcast. Thank you, girl. Sharing your life. I just want to highlight again that you've done the work uh, internally, like you're, you're amazing. And you also like, you give your finances towards organizations, like you've given your life Mm. towards reconciliation, like, seriously, like you don't just talk about these things and then go on about your day. Like you really Mm -hmm. live this message that you're Thank talking you. about seriously so it's yeah. amazing and as someone who lives with her it's true yeah, yeah it's amazing you're wonderful you're wonderful <laughs> wonderful simply wonderful Oh my gosh. Thank you. She's a wonder. She's oh a wonder. Oh, okay. We're not worship. We're not worshiping her. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's just a man. Whoa. Man, Cece, why are you talking about? Yes. Yeah. All right, y'all. We All right. love y'all. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.